0: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 149. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 149.
1: You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith.
0: Well, well hello there. Are you done flexing? <laughs>
1: I was just, just flexing my muscles a little bit. <laughs> Sidekick Smith. Flex.
0: How you doing? I'm
1: doing good. I'm going to start
0: calling you Sidekick Smith. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> not quite sure I like it. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, I do
1: seem to be a fixture, though.
0: You do? Like you're, I'm a
1: fixture of the show.
0: I honestly... There is so much that we could not do if it wasn't for you.
1: <gasps> Baby.
0: No, I'm serious. Like, you've... It started as, like, a... It started fucking like almost three years ago. I know, isn't which that is wild? Crazy. What episode
1: of this? One forty nine. Yeah. Gnarly.
0: And you know, and I was like, "Geez, I need a sidekick," you know, because I would listen to these podcasts, and the people who would just get on there by themselves and deliver content, I always thought, "Like stale and
1: no soundboard, no sounding board." Yeah, whatsoever. exactly.
0: So I was like I need I need a sidekick. Mm. Who is the easiest sidekick I can <laughs> Who get? Who else is in the house? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it, plum, will you help me? It, but it ended up being this thing that was like so incredibly ours. It's not just about my I mean obviously it's promoting my business and yeah, it's stuff. It's called the
1: Joy Junkie show for a reason.
0: I mean, so yeah, don't forget that. You but... are
1: you're definitely the star. I'm, <laughs> I'm creeping up, but you know. <laughs>
0: You're the dark horse, though. I'm the dark You're horse. You're the fucking dark horse. But okay, yeah. so I'm. We're kind of excited today because we've got a really cool topic for you, and it's something that it's fun for us. It's fun for us that we get questions about all the time. You know, when we're just out hanging out, people are like, "What's the secret? How the hell are you still together and happy?
1: Happy and together." What a, because what a combo! There
0: are some people who do stay together for
1: oh sure other reasons, Absolutely. and they're
0: totally miserable. But
1: or just status quo is right. another one. Yeah,
0: right. And yeah, just kind of mundane, whatever. Yeah. And but very few are like seriously. When I see your car in the driveway, I'm like, yes, he's home. You know, and even last night I was like I want to hang out with you so bad right now I
1: don't want to do work
0: (laughs) I want to hang out with you so that's a good feeling there's you know there's some stuff that I do think was fate and kind of amazing but then there's a lot a lot that we really pay attention to and implement and and
1: now they're just like maintenance they're just part of the it's just how it we operate. Just comes with it, yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't feel strenuous. Doesn't mm-hmm. feel laborious. Doesn't, doesn't feel, feel like, like a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's pretty amazing. So we thought, let's share this with you. So these are some ways that we've kept our love alive for nearly two decades. So I'm pretty pretty pumped to share that with everybody, but I think that you should. Get the more the mics warmed up a little bit with your segment first.
1: Yeah, I wish I knew the topic, I would have looked for something a little bit closer to to this topic. But uh, the one I came up with was.
0: Wait, we need to insert the jingle. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Insert jingle here. Boop.
1: Would you rather? All right, got that out of the way.
0: I'm gonna leave that in. The boop. <laughs> I'm gonna leave in the the whole thing. Leave the whole thing. All <laughs> of this, even. Because we're we're class ass. Yeah,
1: because we can't drop a joke. Uh, <laughs> so today's would you rather is would you rather own a tiny rhino? Oh my god! Or a giant <laughs> hamster.
0: Oh. What do I mean
1: tiny? I mean like, like <laughs> maybe like an inch big.
0: Oh, my God. Like a tiny oh, rhino. Oh, not like a dog size? No,
1: no, no, no. Like a tiny rhino. Like a roach size rhino.
0: Oh. It...
1: Or a <laughs> elephant size hamster.
0: No, 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 no.
1: What, what do you mean no? It's I mean... my Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> Is this my segment or no? It,
0: first of all, don't sass me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you own sass? Is that how it goes? First of all, yeah. don't
0: sass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Oh.
0: Um, I'm definitely gonna go for the rhino.
1: You're gonna go for a tiny I mean, rhino, logi- like a road size rhino. Just
0: logistically.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of hard to.
0: And and considering like the mammoth amount of work having two senior dogs has been on Jesus us lately,
1: Christ, I know.
0: I cannot imagine having a hamster the size of an elephant. Like, where would we put it? First of all, like just sheer operations.
1: We've got like a rolodex of pills that we have <laughs> to go through per day
0: i know it's out of control
1: it is i feel like a pharmacy um
0: so i i definitely i'm sad that it's as small as a roach i would much rather it be like a cat size
1: well i wanted to do yeah that'd be a maze right (laughs) i i'm just i'm just thinking like yeah you could say it was like the size of a regular pet that'd be great you know of course You'd have a pet that size and a rhino, like who wouldn't? Um, but like having it that small <laughs> <I> mean, who, <laughs> who wouldn't want a, a dog sized rhino? <laughs> Mr. Smith quote.
0: <laughs> That's tweetable, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, stay I mean, with us. We're we're we really are gonna give you some The good
1: Kardashians stuff. would be calling you. They would want that rhino. They
0: would want that. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd
1: sell it God. <laughs> Um. No, I wouldn't because I'd love it too much.
0: Yeah, you would. You're yeah. such a softy. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, so what would you pick?
1: Well, just for the logistics of it all, like it would be great to have a hamster that size because they could like dig holes for you or protect your house for you or, you know, they could do a lot of good. If you had But like, it would cost lot. you a ton to feed yeah. that thing. Like, how are you going to feed that huge hamster?
0: And you need a lot of...
1: And you need a, like a Ferris wheel for him to circle on. <laughs> Can you <laughs> <laughs>
0: stuck on the hamster wheel again it's (laughs) all you stuck on the ferris wheel
1: again (laughs) all right so (laughs) on that note
0: on that note
1: wait you never decided oh you went with the tiny no for
0: for sure tiny rhino yeah yeah me too oh my god so really (laughs) exciting
1: (laughs) you could build a little landscape for it (laughs) 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 like build the serengeti for him
0: Oh my god, it's <laughs> <laughs> epic! It's epic. Okay. Okay. So <sighs> let's talk about some of the reasons why we have so. I mean, even just this, like, it's a task on our to-do list every single week to do recordings and the
1: podcast. Yeah,
0: we have a blast doing it, and in fact, we didn't always. We, we that's true.
1: We went through a rough patch there,
0: and that was really towards the beginning, mm-hmm. and. I had to own some shit about myself and I also had to use, I had to actually use my tools and like tell you how certain things were coming across to me and I had to let go of a lot of stuff. Like Pretty what? much it was all my issues to be honest.
1: Like what? No, I think, you know, I had some too. I had some reservations about, I think we were just kind of finding what our spots were. Yeah. You know, kind of like what our voices were and you know, I've kind of learned when to jump in. Right, and when not to? Because I would jump in at places and and say things off topic, and it would throw you off of what you were trying to get across. And I was like, Ch-ch-ch. right, right, <laughs> and I would that would you know get you irritated. Right. So I've learned how to you know put things in or when to ask questions. Yeah. Just in doing it so many times.
0: Well, it's it's just it's fascinating to me how even the stuff that I'm going to talk to you, all of you pod people about today is. I mean, we implement this day in and day out. Like, we didn't have necessarily role models who showed us exactly or taught us how to communicate really effectively, either one of us. Mm -hmm. Um, We Mm -hmm. didn't have past relationships that were really helpful (laughs) in teaching us that. Um, So a lot of this has been trial and error and then really finding our groove and things. So I'm just going to, I have a whole list of things because I was like, oh my gosh, this, 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 this. So here's the deal. Depending on how long this takes us, this might be a part one and a part two. All
1: right. Well, let's see.
0: So we'll see where it goes. But the first thing, and we used to talk about this all the time, and I realized I haven't mentioned it lately, but one of the biggest components, I think, in caretaking for a relationship, especially a marriage, is maintenance like actually maintaining it because a lot of people can can remember when they first started dating and it's so exciting and all you can think about is that person and all you can talk about is that it's person new
1: and yeah exactly it's
0: everything's <clears throat> thrilling and then that that sort of period starts fading away
1: that new car smell
0: that new car smells <laughs> <laughs> it's got a little cigarette smoke stank on it and you begin to lose, you lose those things, especially if you cohabitate or you have children or, you know, you have other crazy stresses in your life. It's so easy for that to start to become autopilot or the back burner because you don't have this added help of those endorphins that you have at the beginning. Like they really help you in the beginning. And then, but when shit hits the fan or things get hard or life happens in... You know, you're kind of like off the island, so to speak. You're not just in paradise anymore. You <laughs> you really have to be aware of what's happening. So there's a handful of ways in which we maintain. A huge piece is our weekly date night.
1: Weekly date night. And We are religious about it's our weekly date a night. And it's secret. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I've always said is like anything of merit in your life. Anything of major importance goes on your calendar. Like would you ever think about not showing up to work? Like right. oh my god, no. But then if I said, what's more important to you, your marriage or work?
1: You'd say your marriage more than likely. Or you, uh, maybe it's maybe up not, there or... or maybe not. Yeah.
0: But um but yeah, but so everything that gets on your calendar is the most important thing to you. Right. Typically. Because you're like, this cannot fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And so that's really kind of how we emotionally framed up our relationship. It was like, we have to have date nights. Yeah. And that's...
1: Because otherwise we'd schedule other things.
0: Right, right. right. And it's not double date nights. It's not just going out.
1: Right. It's not, oh, there's a house party or... That's not a date. That's it, not the date. It's
0: yeah. only the two of us. Us time. Like, we can go to a movie or something where there's other people, but not where we are engaging with other people. It's about you and I being present Fostering with one our relationship. And you know, another thing too, and I'm gonna talk about this in a minute, is that we make it really, really important to have sex. Yes. Date night. Got to. You know, because
1: that's super important.
0: And and I'm gonna to get to that in in a little bit too, but and, and not you know, I mean without going it sounds into,
1: unromantic to say you're scheduling, you know, your your sex.
0: It, but, it, but it's not, it's not, it's depend, it's always how you look at it because I, the way I look at it is the way I look at seeing a vacation on my calendar. Like what, if I know that like, oh my God, I'm going to the airport or I've got to get this done because I'm going on this vacation. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, like work is like, ah, oh, my God, oh my God, oh my God, I can't wait till work <laughs> is done because I want to be in vacation mode. And when I know it's date night, I'm it's just connection with you on so many levels. But I look forward to it because I'm like,
1: ah. I'm going to get some D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Smith's going to break off some D. Is going to be is gonna, so There's t- another tweet. So TMI. That's tweetable, everybody. Um, but cu- let me go back to maintenance. So some of the other things. This is what I always like to say. If you have, let's say, a plant that is gorgeous and beautiful at the very beginning, Right? And
1: Prize-winning rose bush.
0: Yes, and it's amazing and beautiful, and you're just enraptured by it. If you don't, you know, till the soil a little bit, if you don't add water to it every day, it will die, right?
1: Or don't give it sunshine, or don't fertilize it. Right. Yeah, but it's not going to grow to its potential.
0: How hard is it, though, to just give a little water or make sure it's in the sunlight?
1: Well, like, I know people that could kill an air fern, so...
0: Well, that's not helping my point. No, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it...
1: right when I was saying how I kind of knew when to come in. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fail. Yeah, fail.
0: okay. So anyway, with it doesn't what my point is is it doesn't have to be all this work. Now, if you have that same plant that's like on its last leg, about to die, it is way harder to revive that plant. That's what people do when they wait until it's emergency status. Like, holy shit, we've reached emergency status. We've <coughs> got to revive this plant. Right. But if you would have just watered, just this little bit of effort, it doesn't have to be massive work. Right. It's just maintenance. In fact, that used to be such a pet peeve of mine. Like, it doesn't have to be work. It, it really doesn't. It's usually work if you're not communicating, if you're not with the right person, and if you've waited till it's emergency status. Yeah, it
1: shouldn't feel like work anyway. Right. Yeah.
0: So a couple of other things. that We do some daily things to maintain our relationship. One, we have a whole bunch of traditions, which we're going to talk about that a little later. But we have one where we have matching mugs every single morning. And the mugs are usually from places that we have visited on vacations and we pick up mugs or, Mm -hmm. you know, some sort of various beverage container these days. But, (laughs) you know, we, whoever makes the coffee in the morning puts out the matching mugs and it's a tiny nod to our union. So it's the same way you feel when you hear your song comes on the radio. You know, and is it really that big of a dish? It's just a fucking song, but it's unifying to you because of what it symbolizes, right? And it's a it's right. a tiny thing. So many people make up that it's got to be. We've got to have all these lavish vacations. We need a week off together. We need mm-hmm, mm-hmm. couples therapy. <clears throat> and granted, yes, sometimes that stuff really is called for. But even like Gottman, John Gottman, who's a huge pioneer about. I mean all things relationship and he can forecast if couple, just listening to them, he can, with like 90% accuracy, something nuts, wow. can can pinpoint if they're going to stay together or not long term. Wow. And even he says it's about the day in and day out stuff. It's how you engage with one another
1: day in, day out. Regular. Yeah.
0: Just regular. Not these lavish events or things like that. And mm. it's, it's not... And it's not necessarily that you never fight or never argue; it's how you how you do it, and if you do it with respect uh, and stuff like that. Oh
1: yeah, respect's a big one for that.
0: So we we have our little mug ritual. Yeah, that's one of
1: our morning ones.
0: And I believe that's what they call in psychology, or it could be Gottman who refers to it as shared meaning. Like you're just you do things that create shared meaning to the both of you. Sure. One of the others that we have is our get to the step.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to yeah. explain that? Well, I'm not a sh- short person. No. Nope. And you are. So, therefore, there's a height difference. Yep. So, it's a lot easier like for a us foot. to... Yeah, maybe a little bit more than a foot. Yeah, more than a foot. Um, sorry. Called you out, babe. That's it. No. Um, it's okay. So, in our house, we have a lot of stairs. We call it the tree house. And it's easy for me to get down on one of the steps and you to get on the step above... And we say goodbye to each other. We just take two, three minutes and just hug and say goodbye. Kind
0: of wish each other well. Wish
1: each other well for the day. Because one of the things that got to me was... um, I can't remember where I read this, but it was a story about this guy that got into a motorcycle accident and he thought he was dead. Oh, wow. And the last thing he thought of was... I didn't say goodbye to my wife this morning oh, when yes. he slid under this semi or whatever he did to, you know. Yeah. And then when he came back to life or he was brought back, to, you know, right. he came back to, he realized that how important it was. Like, you may not see that person again. It's how you leave that person is super important. Right. For them. Right. And for you. Yeah. Like if one of you is gone, the other one can say, well, you know, we really had that moment in the morning and I cherish it. Right, right. Because life is precious and it's short, and it ends for many people way too early. Right. You just never know. Yeah. So, and I know that sounds morbid, but at the same time, it's this great gesture of I want to leave you with something if I can't come back or if I don't return.
0: Right. Well, and even even on a non macabre uh, <laughs> perspective, <laughs> it's it's us getting moments of genuine intimate connection. togetherness. Yeah every single day mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i would even contest i don't even think it's a good two minutes honey i think we just sit at maybe 30 seconds yeah. so that's why i call bullshit maybe it on, feels and, like two minutes people who it, if you don't have 30 seconds you're just lazy
1: yeah like, you're right
0: everybody has it Yeah, everybody has that time and if you try to tell me for one second that your marriage is even slightly important to you start carving out time to connect with one another whether it's a, you know weekly date night or what can you do daily so for for us in that embrace we're connected like we look and e- look at each other's in the eyes you know we really hold on to each other Yeah, it's not
1: just a regular hug it's a cherish you
0: yeah and yeah. so and, and, and again that is important because we can do so much stuff on autopilot we can be like okay love you bye mm-hmm. right right it, it that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about i am connected to you for sure At least once a day yeah and one of the other rituals that we have is debriefing our day
1: tell me about your day
0: yeah tell me about your day how was your day and listening like genuinely listening and doing that when each of us are able to debrief right and that took us a while
1: that did take us a little bit to figure that one out
0: because there would be times when you just really needed to decompress And I needed to vent shit out. And you're like, I'm not ready to take on all of that. Right.
1: It's one thing to uh, debrief your day and it's the other just to vomit. Right. You know, that's different.
0: And we started learning how to say like, I've got quite an earful to give you. Do you, are you capable of, are Are you you, in
1: a place to hear it right now? Can you hear it or should Mm -hmm. I wait?
0: And then you've gotten really good about saying like, I'm not quite ready for that, or give me like 20 minutes. Let me or... go take
1: a quick shower and then yeah. I'll be ready, or something like that. Yeah,
0: let me get in my cozies,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which basically means I'm naked.
0: It just means like we need to get in jammies and not be in our work clothes, which, yeah, that too for me is yeah. just my jammies are my work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so the, just a handful of things that you can do that maintain you know one of the other components is that we do a lot of playing we mm-hmm. p- we play a lot but one of those things that we do is we switch up our pet names for one another all the time you know like what what were you just calling me this morning that i was like oh god i fucking love that it's so cute i don't remember but you'll see a little dove or you know uh, doll or mm-hmm. you know sweet all bride all sorts of cute stuff i pretty much just call you mr smith
1: yeah, you, you come up band. with other ones. Yeah, I'm the one that kind of switches it up, though.
0: But we also <clears throat> will sing together. Like we always joke that I've been singing backup for him since 1997 <laughs> because I'm not a very good singer, and Mr. Smith is very, very good. Oh, and please, so I'm not he'll that start with a song, and then I'll come in like. like
1: <laughs> How'd it go again?
0: But it's no. <laughs> but it's one of those things that it's. It's that there's a vulnerability in looking stupid in front of each other.
1: Right. Right. Well, it also shows playfulness. And I think, you know, part of a relationship is being fun. What's the one of the things that people always put on their dating site that they're looking for in another person? Fun. Right.
0: right. Or really good sense of humor.
1: Good sense of humor. Yep. Right. So why not carry that on through your marriage? Not just when you're dating. Exactly. Right. So you make a point. <laughs> Should I share with them? Oh <laughs> no. I, no. let's not do that one. <laughs> no. so that one's a little too personal. That's a little too personal. Yeah, okay. We'll Jesus hold off Mr. on that Sten. one.
0: Oh my god. Do you remember when you started the pod? You're like, I don't know if I want to air all my stuff out yeah. there. And, yeah. and that's
1: why I that's why I uh... So <laughs> <in. laughs> I pulled back on that one. Sorry, pod people, didn't mean to tease you. But you Our... really, I'm saving you. Yeah, you yeah.
0: he is. Alright, so maintenance is a huge one. So really rethink Playfulness. Well, all of that stuff is I was oh, kind oh, of I thought you were into switching to our, I got you. our, our okay. daily kind of place. And a lot of that, I would ask yourself right now what can we do in our marriage to take care of our daily maintenance of our relationship? That can seriously take seconds.
1: And, you know, and another thing is if you're not in a place where Amy and I are, it's so disarming to do something for the other person. Like what can I do for them today just to let them know I'm thinking about them. Right. You know, I I think it kind of disarms the other person. Yep. and helps create a bond. Of that was really sweet. Thank you for doing that.
0: And for some of you that's that's big because that's that might have been weakness or vulnerability or that means that I'm not and vulnerability in a, as a bad word for a lot of people. Well, I
1: think it depends on what your love language is. Right. Yeah. Like, well, oh, you did the dishes for me today. Thank you so much. That's an act of kindness, right? Sure. Or uh, you left me a little note on the bathroom. You know, those kinds of things. It depends on what your language is, right?
0: Right. Well, for sure. But I think that there's people who are in relationship that their guard is so up that by, by extending themselves or putting themselves on the line right. in some way, right. if they aren't received well they shut down or they start creating they call it stonewalling in yeah. therapy it's like you just put up a wall and you don't want to you're like oh, well i'll be intimate if you are
1: right and uh the other the other thing that might <clears throat> might happen is why do they do that what do they want right right like what do they what do they need what's right. the angle
0: and right. you know so all of that stuff is valid like it's completely valid but what i want you to remember is if you're in a marriage or a relationship that you want to stay in and you're committed to staying in, wouldn't you rather give it the best that you can and really make it rich instead of just being status quo? Yeah. Otherwise, just fucking go, you right. know? Or just be, you know, at peace with mediocrity, yeah. you know, or mediocrity, Um I had to look up the difference between those two things. By
1: the way, <laughs> what is the difference? Mediocracy, Mediocracy is... is
0: like it's like a um, a grouping of people, like a democracy.
1: Oh, okay. That's mediocre. So everybody's mediocre in the group. Yeah. Mediocracy. Okay. Yeah. And mediocrity is an active action, right? Like. All uh, right. A state of being.
0: Now we're all
1: over the place. Anyway. Well, yeah, okay.
0: This is sort of a a. A podcast gone rogue, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I like it. You got to do it once in a while. You got to do it. Fuck structure.
0: Yep, truly. I Well, <laughs> I'm, easing in. I'm easing it. I'm easing it. All right, so another thing that I wanted to mention about this around respect and niceties, and this might be... This is another point that I wanted to make, is that we're genuinely respectful and kind to one another. It... Blows my mind when I see people who yell and scream and who are just plain old mean to each other. Like you don't, you don't have to be that awful. Yeah. And one of the things that you taught me early on, and something that we employed, and now we do it all the time. Again, it's habit. It has be, totally become habit. And that is that every time we send a text message, an email, a ma- any type of correspondence with one another during the day we say something kind first like hey been thinking about you today or hope you're having an amazing day or hope school has been fantastic would you mind picking up the dog medication or you know right. so cuz i remember you telling me we're not a business i don't want you talking to me like we're business partners like right. what what should we do about this and so we kind of made the agreement anytime we communicate with each other not no curtness no sharpness really just I mean it is basic manners yeah but why do we lose that with our spouse like that's not acceptable right so that's a very simple thing very simple so again the stuff that we're talking about I'm not saying go book you know a week in Cabo that's not gonna at all it's about actually taking minimal steps minimal efforts and actually being willing to break down those walls a little bit and being a little bit more vulnerable and a little less tit-for-tat. Like, well, I'll put in an effort if he will if he or will. if she will.
1: Yeah, you'll be waiting a while, you know?
0: Because they're probably thinking the same exactly.
1: thing. Exactly. Exactly.
0: So that's a huge <clears> one. And, you know, the whole respect and niceties thing, too, is we've always had a lot of respect for whatever the other person desires also. Mm-hmm. So if if we're at odds about what we really want to do, um, instead of making the other person wrong, we always try to find a collaboration. I try not to use the word compromise because it has such a bad tinge, I think, too. Yeah, I like to it. Yeah, because you're giving up something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? I agree with you. I really feel like that's the case. Like, the most recent thing I can remember is when we were in Vegas the last time, I really wanted to go to the Titanic exhibit and you wanted to go to Body Worlds again. And we both really you know we wanted to go to two different museums or exhibits and we kind of said you know we we pled our case to one another and <laughs> then i said well you know here's like the different options that we have well this doesn't make as much sense and then we ultimately decided to do body worlds and that you would commit to taking me to the titanic exhibit the next time we went through mm-hmm. but it wasn't combative it wasn't making you wrong it wasn't like oh you always get your way it was like Genuinely respectful of one another about something. And this is the shit that tears people apart not because of what that actual thing is you're fighting about but because there's no respect in the conversation. Right. And that's what people carry with them. My
1: way or the highway. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: It's what that interaction teaches you about your relationship. How you interpret that to mean something about your relationship. So you go oh, he doesn't respect what I want, or he doesn't think anything that I need even matters. It's not really about the fucking Titanic exhibit. It's about what that conversation means to you. Correct. So that's why, you know, when people say, like, oh, we argue over the stupidest things, it's like, well, it's what that really, really means to you, you know, and how you interpret that.
1: Hmm.
0: Another huge one, and this one is something that we've kind of really gone through over the years, is growing together and growing individually.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a big one. Boy, <clears throat> that's big.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I remember very distinctly there was a time when I was starting to get really immersed in coaching and personal development. It was probably mid-2000s-ish, 04, 05, 06-ish, and you were like, I – and it, all this stuff was new to us, you know, this idea of self-talk or – you know it's, it that even element of spirituality was completely new to both of us and i had started taking some coaching classes and was really working on some shit and you were like i'm please don't grow too fast for me yeah. I, hope you, I really hope don't you don't outgrow not, me don't outgrow me <laughs> and i think one of the pivotal pieces of that is that we all of our growth that we've done individually we've shared with each other right We've said, here's what I'm going through. Here's what I'm, you know, and here's what I'm learning. And this is the big piece. And this is why I think things have been really easier for us is the other person for both of us. The other person didn't take that as a threat. Like you actually were able to say, I'm nervous that you're growing too fast. You didn't say you didn't. Most people just go. Why are you into that? That's so dumb. That's so yeah. th- and they make you wrong because uh-huh. they feel threatened. Uh-huh. But you met me with vulnerability and said, "I'm, I'm nervous. Like that makes me worried that you're, you know." And that takes a really evolved man, I think. Oh, well, thanks. And. So I, I really appreciate that about, about you. And then also mm-hmm. the capability that I've nurtured in myself to do the same thing over the years.
1: Well, the most recent one was finance. Yeah. Like we both got on the finance financial wagon. Yep. <clears throat> and I found a, you know, kind of system that worked and you got on board. You know, you were like, all right, well, let me listen to it. Let me see. All right, we could follow that. Let's see how we do, it. you know, and, yep. and you got more involved with it. But okay. if I just said, well, this is the way it's going to be, and this is the way we're doing our finances now, there wouldn't have left any room for vulnerability.
0: Right. Right. Because you you usually meet aggression with aggression. You meet defenses with defenses. Yeah. I mean, it is our natural, inherent inclination is to match that energy. You know? I always say, like, think about when somebody honks at you, you know? You want to like, honk back. You want to, you're like, ah! You know, it's the same thing in relationships, you know? And... I think that that has been huge so there's been we've always had individual goals things that they that are really important to our own individual identity whether it's in our work or our you know I was searching out spirituality a lot and going to spiritual centers and you allowed me to converse with you about it and you were like I don't know if I'm really ready to go to those sorts of places but I totally support you and I want to talk about it with you and that's great um but we've also always had goals together like how do we want to improve our relationship and what do we want to accomplish this year you know what are the ways that we want to continue to maintain and what's the next step what are our Mm -hmm. financial goals as a couple versus our own individual money stories or things that we're working through so that's that's a huge dynamic and you can see this a lot with people who
1: We call it Communication 2016 or whatever year it is. Right,
0: right. We have like a little (coughs) method where we sit down and...
1: Go through all of our goals that we have for the year. Yeah. And then on date nights, we kind of update each other on where we are with those too, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And we've evolved our systems and now we use Evernote and different, you know. I
1: know, we get all spreadsheet crazy. (laughs) It
0: used to just be a good old pen and paper and we'd talk (laughs) about it. But you know how you see people who they are in you know, they're in a marriage and one person finds a religion or one person has a desire to go back to school and the other person doesn't get it or one person, you know, whatever. So if you are on different pages and you choose to make each other wrong instead of supporting each other or even just let me hear you out, let me hear why this is important to you, Mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to also make it important to you but it should be important to you that it's important to your spouse.
1: Yes, period. yes, that's you a know. great way to say it. Yeah, that's
0: <clears throat> what it's about. So I think that's the biggest piece to understand about growing together and growing um, as individuals as well. Mm-hmm. There's there's both to be had, and then the piece that's individual, genuinely being able to share that with each other too, and not expect the other person to adopt it. Right. Right. So. I'm looking at our, our time, and I think we're going to have to do a part two.
1: A uh, part two. Yeah. Who knew we could talk our lungs out?
0: I, well, I, I got to have you a lot more involved, <laughs> which is really cool. Yeah. So so for this episode, I want you guys to start thinking about what are the very small things that I can do in my relationship right now and get creative and play and have fun with it. Like, what could we do as a daily ritual to connect with one another? Is it possible to implement a date night? And I've even told people before, too, who've had major ailments and they can't leave the house or they've got 16 children or, you know, Jesus. S- things stacked against them. I'm like, what can you do? What can you do for your relationship? You know, we're always saying, don't throw it in the trash can't. You know, you need <laughs> to look at what you can do. Can you have Tuesday nights after the kids go to bed, you pull out the book of questions you know, which you can get on Amazon super easily yeah. and you each just, you talk about something of substance Yeah, for 30 minutes. Like, there's always something you can do. So start looking at your maintenance. How can you create shared meaning together? Start looking at that growing together versus growing separately or as individuals. Are there things that are really important to your spouse that you've neglected or overlooked or poopod or said like, whatever, he's into this. It's so dumb.
1: And then in the same sentence, you want to get, you know, support for support you. for you for the things that you're into. Right. Yeah.
0: Watching those respect and niceties, watching how you engage with one another. Are you kind? What if you implemented the text rule where you have to at least send a heart emoji first or emoticon <laughs> or whatever? Um, don't get me started. Yeah, don't get us start. Don't, don't get Ken started that. Oh, my God. Who's Ken? I mean, Mr. Smith.
1: Ah. <laughs> Every once in a while. <laughs> Every once
0: in a while. But next time, we're going to share with you um, some more stuff around vulnerability, around communication, and then two little things we call Smith Systems. And Smits tradits, so we'll we'll be going off Little about Smitty
1: traditty.
0: Smitty traditty. So we'll share with you more about that. So hopefully this was helpful. If it was, we would love to hear from you. Hit me up on Instagram. You can find me at the Joy Junkie. That's my favorite place to to chat with people. And if you love the show and it's been helpful to you in any way, and there's a topic you'd really like us to sound off on. Just go to thejoyjunkie.com and click on the podcast and there's a place where you can submit a show topic. And that'd say, be
1: cool. We love those.
0: We love those. And it's it's really helpful for me to know what you guys want to hear about. So that'd be helpful. And while you're there, grab my freebie. There's I, I have an awesome workbook available for you. And as always, we would love iTunes reviews. It really does help us get quite a bit more visibility. So if you're up for leaving an iTunes review, we'd really really appreciate it. So hopefully this was helpful and these are just a handful of things that have helped us keep our love alive, baby.
1: Keeping the love alive. Yeah. So I think that's on 92.3. It. Oh my god. The beat. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope that's not like
0: copyright. Does that still exist? I don't think so. It doesn't even still exist. I don't oh my think god. So. That's taking it back to the 909. Back
1: old school days. That's
0: embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Humble beginnings.
1: A little <laughs> earth, wind, and fire for you here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: All right. I need to. I yeah, need, we need to end it I now. I need to get Mr. Smith off the mic. But <laughs> hopefully that was helpful. And we'll see you around these parts next week. So here's to loving and living your most badass life.
1: Mr. and Mrs. Smith out. <laughs>